Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I have spent a, a number of podcasts talking about the uh, Writers Guild strike and also the actors strike. And I've said in my last podcast that uh, by the time um, listeners hear it, just as they uh, hear this one, it'll all be behind us. I hope so. I expect so. I strongly do expect so. But I, I do want to talk about the writers' careers uh, in ways that um, they... Uh, are, are are not affected by this by this strike. Do not misunderstand me. I am uh, a member of of the WGA for over fifty years and a fiercely fiercely pro union dude. Total one hundred percent support for the the guild and, and 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 all of its actions over all of the years that uh, that that I have belonged. That said, writers have to understand if you're going to have a, an actual lifelong career as a, as a writer, it's not uh, uh, it, it's not a nine to five five days a week kind of thing. It just doesn't work that way. Now you can get into a regular schedule uh, uh, in one, in one way, and that is as a uh, on the staff of a show. You can get staffed on a show and be one of the writers on a particular series. Uh, um, and uh, that was, uh, that's been true since, since the beginning of syndication. Uh, it's, well, since the beginning of series TV, which is the, pretty much the beginning of TV. Uh, that is to say uh, uh, many, 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 many um, uh, TV shows. Uh, they were written by freelance uh, writers who submitted submitted scripts, got kind of assignments they pitched. I myself recall pitching shows uh, orally, coming in and making a pitch. Twilight Zone, for example, uh, was one. Dr. Marcus Welby, MD, uh, was another, where uh, you come in and uh, you, you, you pitch orally a concept for a um, an episode, and you get hired uh, uh, in those days, you get hired first for 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 um, oh the I don't know what they called it the the outline, but then came the whole thing called the teleplay. Uh, so it's a double whammy. You might get paid twice for it. I I got luck, lucky lucky with it, um, and had that experience uh, uh, on on multiple occasions. Um, the uh, 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 Shows though there 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 were shows that were written by staffs. The the, the writers were were hired in advance, and um, uh, there was a number of them. They sat around the table. They worked together. Read all the scripts together. We, oh, often they divided them up among among each other. Uh, you know, among themselves. Um, but um, uh, that was the 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 only place in in for writers in showbiz where you actually. Um, like a regular weekly sort of thing, and uh, it, it otherwise it's it's you know help, kind of helter skelter. Um, and the first thing I tell writers uh, uh, about writers financing is is uh, when you get money, uh, God willing, you do get money. Uh, uh, don't spend it. You need to keep it. For, well, you got to spend what you have to spend to live, but. The main reason for the money is is to buy time uh, to do your own writing. 
because writers can do what nobody else can do. Actors can't do it. Um, producers can't do it. Editors and cinematographers and electricians and plumbers can't do it. Only writers can do it, and that is from nothing create something that they can bargain with, they can barter, they can uh, trade um, for sustenance, for support. Uh, which is to say for finances so they can feed their family and go on and uh, continue to pay the rent and, 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 and continue to <laughs> professionally continue to, to write. Isn't that, that was, that's what it, what it's all about. So uh, I've said in the past, the writers, uh, the, the Wall Street Journal called me 40 years ago, a writer of substantial professional experience throughout the media. I mean, I, I, there's no kind of literary laundry that I haven't taken in and, I've talked about it in previous podcasts. Uh, I was a part of a band of hippies at Universal writing corporate and, and government propaganda, even military films, films for the Air Force, films for the Army, films for the police. No qualms about that. I think the police, the Army, and the Air Force, they also, sometimes they do dreadful things, but we, we, do need, uh, uh, we do need to have them. We do, we do need to have a military, don't we? I think we do. Anyway, uh, um, we should try to make it the best we can, but we can't pretend that, that we, we could just live in this world, uh, you know, unprotected. Um, and I have no qualms about making films for, for corporations. Corporations can do dreadful, horrible things, too, uh, but also uh, uh, affirmative things. Um, and it is the result of corporate activity that most of us, most people that I know are, are well, so privileged, so uh, so well-to-do. We don't worry about um, uh, feeding our families or, or making the rent. The rent, And uh, I've long argued, uh, again, finance one on 101, uh, from Richie's point of view, uh, money has... has uh, uh, one one purpose and one purpose only, and that is stress reduction. For writers, that means having enough money to buy time to be able to continue to write. I got a uh, uh, an assignment um, back in the '60s when I was a film student at USC. I got two little assignments, and I made five hundred dollars one month. And I realized, wow, that would be six thousand dollars a year. That was almost as much as a school teacher made in Los Angeles for a year. And I felt like suddenly I was a professional. And then I was working freelance. Uh, I was speculating scripts, but on the very first one that I wrote in a class, though I never sold it, it got me top representation and an assignment uh, on staff. They still had staff studios, not particularly individual shows, but staffs. Uh, uh, studios had staffs. And I was on staff at Universal. It was very much like a, uh, a freelance assignment, but just a different way of Paying, um, but all of that came from a strike that, uh, from a script that never never uh, did sell. So don't don't count out the script that doesn't sell. All kinds of uh, um, uh, rewards can uh, accrue uh, from the script that does not sell. I've said it before. Uh, uh, development assignments on other projects, um, uh, the producers' ideas that they may have and, and may want to finance, may want to pay you to to develop. Uh, as a writer, um, uh, 
maybe a rewrite assignment, uh, maybe a win representation on the basis of a screenplay as, as, as I did uh, way, oh, way, way back then. So don't count out uh, uh, the, script, uh, the script that doesn't sell. But the thing is to keep writing and not to be trapped in uh, the screen medium. Uh, I had job, 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 job for a couple of years and did really well, made much more money than you needed and set it aside, and suddenly it went... Stone Cold, I suddenly was not working uh, for, uh, oh, maybe a year. Well, I say not working. I was working, but I I gave myself an assignment, which was kind of stupid. I decided to write a novel. Uh, I say stupid because the novel market, even worse, certainly then, um, I'm not sure that it's not (laughs) still true today, um, novel market even worse than the screenplay market, and yet I uh, I sold that uh, novel and got a lot of film work as a result of it. Uh, and um, what's the lesson there? The lesson there that uh, is, is is sometimes in uh, uh, in a career the smartest thing to do is to do something stupid thanks for listening to get real i see writers outsmart themselves every day um do absolutely uh, uh subscribe on medium and substack i'm grateful if you will also share these episodes with friends on social media and come back and listen to uh, uh to our next podcast